So I would, uh, I'm gonna apologize to the listeners right now because there's a, uh, there's me and Phil. We've been kind of making fun of a certain character. I got a double O. Really big hit me yesterday. Uh, I feel like we need to apologize to fans of this character. I'm sure this character has no fans though. Well, you're the character in season one, the Celestial Being Bridge Crew, Likey, Lichty. Yes. Yeah, and we were making fun of him because he has the the Waldo bathing suit. The Waldo bathing suit, yeah. It just occurred to me, oh, wait, you know the reason why he wears that? Oh, to hide the, 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 the cybernetics. Yeah, that makes more sense. Oh, yeah. no. And I feel, I feel kind of, I honestly feel kind of bad now. Oh, damn. Because, you know, I was editing, I was editing the episode where he dies with uh, Christina. Yeah. And I was like, man, this this is really sad. Maybe really sad actually. <laughs> I really like those characters a lot. I'm like, man, I feel bad that we made fun of him Waddle Baby suit so much. I mean, we didn't know. It came from a place of ignorance. I mean, I guess. I'm I'm told that um you know, there's certain schools of thought by certain people who write best selling books about that's not an excuse, that you're either you're either racist or you're anti racist, no in between, no gray area. Mm-hmm. So you're ignorant, ignorant means you're just as bad as a KKK member. According to that logic, we have to just punish ourselves from now on. All right, so I guess we have to... Uh, I guess we're, we're, we're ableist. That makes, us, that makes us ableist. It does. So we both yes. need, we need to get, uh, what are they called? Um, flails or the things and like start self-flagellating, like the guy from uh, like Isaac in Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania. Yes, yeah. that's a term I use a lot, self-flagellating. But in a metaphoric sense, not a literal sense. Because so many, so much of, uh, so many, you know, performative displays of solidarity are just people sh- punishing themselves in public to show that they're not one of them. And yeah. I say that because they would, when, you, when it comes to time to actually show solidarity for oppressed peoples, they're, they're nowhere to be found. Yeah. Like, hey, was, was that, was, was all that high and mightiness? Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, hashtag, you know, Salvation hate and you know Black Lives Matter. Then it comes time to like, hey, you're gonna vote for the politician that's gonna cancel all the debt for the black and Asian students? No. <laughs> Why would they? No. Why would I? You know, Anyways, sorry, right. I derailed a conversation. Sorry, Licky, Licky, I really should learn how to learn the name. <laughs> but yes, anyone out there, if you have half your body is cybernetics, you know, just. It's okay if you want to wear your Waldo 1920s bathing suit. It's all right. I'll I'll wear one with you in solidarity. <laughs> but then there's the question of like where where the knees go because like in that era, like mm-hmm. stuff above your knees was considered indecent exposure. I think that was only for women. Yes. Well, I think. Well, maybe I don't know. I feel like maybe it could be both. Uh, because so. you don't really see pictures of men being topless either. Uh, no, you don't, but at the same time, though, it's not like, it's, uh, I don't know, I guess it's not really unheard of, because, like, you know, you still have, like, swimming matches and things like that, so, where, or, like, water polo, I guess that's what the, is that what they used to play in, in the, the 20s? I don't know if they had it back then, because water polo, you need a pool, not, not a, you can't really play in the ocean. Oh, you they can't? pools back then? I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I feel like they did. I bring this up because in season two, this is a, this, ha- this happens. Like you see a woman on the beach and she gets fined for a decent exposure, and, and by which I mean the, it comes up above her knees, <laughs> her, her her outfit. 
uh, on that note, we're going to continue our watch. Season 2, Double Gundam. Episode, first one, Episode 8. I think it's called The Twistedness of Innocence Ooh, or something. That sounds... I, because I have, I'm on the Hulu watch party, so it, it doesn't show me the title. Right. So we'll we'll find out very soon. But yeah, last last episode, I well I almost went nuts because of how many flashbacks there were. <laughs> if this if these next two episodes have a bunch of flashbacks, I think I I think I have to phone it. I think I have to call it. <laughs> I had just I can't handle it anymore. There's can't handle the flashback. Are you telling me you can't handle the past? But how are we supposed to you know live in the present and? Avoid and um, you know get a brighter future if we don't know the past. We don't need 20 minutes of flashbacks, <laughs> right? Yeah. Apparently, Gundam Double O says we do. We'll find out. You know, this episode, big, big bombshell of of Tieria, weird, identical, gender bent doppelganger. Right. And we're gonna find out the greater the greater overall meta plot behind the series is about to get revealed in this episode. And uh, in the honor of this episode, I am wearing my uh, Earth Federation Space uh, Force uh, basketball shorts. Really? That's really a thing? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, like the whole, like, uh, you know, got it off of the website and everything. EFS Force, and it has the Federation symbol on it. I have uh, that, and I have the uh, VIS Foundation basketball shorts. Aren't they the ones that behind a whole bunch of terrible things in Unicorn? Uh, this uh, all they did was make Gundams. Uh, they teamed up with Anaheim to create the the R the RX Zero line, the Phoenix, the Banshee, and the Unicorn, and 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 hide the truth with from the the box. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, we'll get to that when we get to Unicorn. Anyways, let's start. Anyone falling home? We're gonna go three, two, one. Starting the watch party. Yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting it was a stupid count. Oh yeah, stupid count. Ah, oh yeah. I mean, I would have gotten the Xeon shorts, but like, I I still feel weird about like guys who are based off of Nazis. I mean, it's only because there's people now who actually are overly sympathetic to them. Yeah. In Japan, because you know, we don't need to get into like Japanese politics there. Oh God. Innovator Regine Regetta. Is that how you say her name? Regetta, I think, yeah. Or yeah. Re- so this is the thing that really annoys me. All these innovate, innovates, innovates, right? innovates. All these innovates have ridiculous names. Even yes. for anime, they're ridiculous names. I mean, like I could have sworn, like uh, one of their name was like, oh, my name, I'm an innovate. My name is like Quick Quick, and it's like what? I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna see a lot more of them coming up soon. Because so. <laughs> there's a family of them. They they are the. Uh, they are a family, so they are like Fast and the Furious, and uh, Ribbons Almac is the Dom Toretto of the Innovids. <laughs> and Terraria is uh, Jacob, Dom's brother. Oh, I was gonna say, isn't he really the uh, the the Rock? Because you know he doesn't he doesn't join their family ultimately. Well, technically he does. But yeah, they're just explaining the grand plan, the grand master plan of yes. Olya Shenberg and the Celestial Beings' purpose. Unite, step one, unite the world. Uh, I don't remember what step two was. Step three, question mark, space. question mark, profit. Profit, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, these are these are very much this show's take on uh, new types. Yeah. The original series. Which is uh, interesting too, because it's building off of what was created in um, what's it called Gundam Seed, where like the analog for the not analog, what's the word I'm looking for? The 
No analog is right. Analog, yeah, okay. So the analog for new types are the coordinators, which were genetically enhanced humans. Um, so the idea of creating a race of humans that would be able to survive out in space. So they're essentially cyber new types. So something I read, I discovered this. Apparently, this series, Double O, was originally supposed to be a UC series. Oh, really? Yeah, which makes sense, because why they have so many similarities, so many really close similarities. You have GM particles instead of Minowski particles. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, innovators in the base, like, instead of new types, have new types. You can say anything about, like, almost anything, because, uh, what was it? See, you had naturals and coordinators. Um, well, also, Seed was, like, literally made as a uh, reference to the uh, 0079, simply because, I think, again, it was the 20th anniversary, not 20th, 30th? 20th, 20th anniversary. Um, and then the, what was it? And then you had the creation of the Zero system in Gundam Wing, which was to, you know, make anybody a new type. But as long as your brain is able to take the the mental stress of being able to see into the future. And there we go. Celestial being back in the water. They're all they're all the engineer is doing the engineer thing, which is just blaming the the pilots when their ship when their mechs get wrecked. Oh yeah. Even definitely. though it's not really their fault, they got wrecked. <laughs> Pilot better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's all you gotta do is like why are you destroying this machine? Pilot better. We give you this advanced state of the art, you know, war machine. Why yeah, are you getting washed by just 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 dodge all the missiles and lasers. Exactly. Know, hard. Exactly. They did it in the very beginning. What's so yeah. different now? <laughs> yes. Other than everybody having GN uh GN drives. Oh yeah, there's there's the great the great and gag with uh with this character ian's daughter are you two yeah. are you two lovers oh and she God. finally got it right all right his lock on or we should just call him Lyle because he's not my lock on my lock on died in a blaze of glory yeah he'll get he's gonna get there eventually eventually no. that's the episode he gets there it's like really badass in my opinion takes too long right. but if i recall these two episodes are maybe not this episode i think it's the next one they have a really cool operation that i thought was pretty cool in terms of like the spectacle and animation because mm. this episode is kind of infamous for something else but we'll get to it when we when we get to it oh do we oh, okay see um i don't remember any of this unless this is the episode where Tearia does the thing to do the thing i think so yeah if i recall the preview and all that okay but yeah this is um Tearia just going over no, no, no. She's talking to him, right? They they have that ability to talk to each other. Yeah. Telepath. Yeah, uh, using quantum brainwaves. So like the super soldiers, um, Alleluia and uh, Soma Perez, aka uh, Marie, uh, last name. Um, <laughs> parfait. <laughs> parfait. Okay. Make parfait. Um, they were the. What's it called? Um, they were trying to recreate that idea of the innovids um through the human reformation league human human reform league also something i found out which makes a lot of things about the series make more sense this was in fact originally just supposed to be one 52 episode series not two seasons oh broken up broken in half like that yeah 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 and i think i think they planned it somewhat 
late into development, which is mm. why a lot of a lot of elements have weird pacing. Really? Right? We, we talked, yeah, we talked about like so many things. It's like, why why are they doing this? And then they just kind of leave it alone. Right. So it, it sounds like they, that decision to break it up in two seasons happened, not what they wanted it to. <laughs> That's interesting, because, I mean, I guess the time between this series and Sea Destiny was, I want to say, what, like, two, three years? Hmm. I think somewhere around there. So it's, I find that fascinating that the way they were approaching, like, oh, yeah, this could be a UC series. No, no UC series. This could be this, this, and this. But, oh, look, it's oh, felt. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, there's felt here. And I think everyone's all happy that Hallelujah's back. Not felt. Mm. Feld is just standing in the hallway being mad. And yeah. why? Because she, she's not going to forget that she helped, got a bunch of get, a bunch of them killed. Yes. Like, how could you? Like, Christina and Litchie. Shout out to Litchie and Dr. Marino. I don't remember who that is, but shout out to him. And, of course, Lock On. <laughs> and, of course, Lock On, the big homie. This actually this reminds me... I think Evangelion, the, the, the last Ava movie that has a moment exactly like this. Oh, does it? Oh. Yeah, it's like a character calls out another character. I don't want, I'm not going to give names, so I don't want to spoil it. But it's just like, yeah, you did this, this, and that. It wasn't my fault. You still did this. <laughs> you know, like, I still lost my family because of you. Yeah, I see. I need it. I still need to watch those two movies, three and four. But yeah, see, I like that moment because I'm liking Feld a lot more and more as the series goes on. She does not get, get a lot of focus. Like, all those characters do not get a lot of focus after so much. No, I mean, but like season, Feld season starts, two, starts to become starts to become her own character and starts to stand out more compared to the uh, season one. I mean, all the, all the, I think all the supporting characters get are more prominent with this season, which I like. And I heard that apparently they're even more prominent in the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, well, you know, bigger budget, better animation. Um, yeah. You know, do all these things. Two hours instead of half an hour. Right, and the reason we're talking about this is because. Uh, What's her face? Uh, Luis is is begging to take out a mobile suit. And they're like, nah, you're good. But man, you're good. And then evil bold cut man shows up. We're like, yo, here you go. I got a mission for you. All right. Yo. Yeah, Max, Maximilian Pegasus here. <laughs> he does kind of look like Maximilian Pegasus if you were to, like, you know, put a ball on top of his head and cut all his hair off. Oh, yeah, there we go. The A-Laws. To show that they're even more evil, they're getting two mysterious new pilots. And one of them in the signature green. Oh, wait. Oh, man. That, that threw me off. I thought that was... uh, What's his name? No, this one. This one is Patrick Colazar. Oh, there's Colazar. And the other one is the innovators. As you can tell to emphasize their... Even for anime, like crazy hair. Crazy colored hair. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it is. I always wondered, like, you know... In order for the main, in order for characters, you know, to stand out, especially the main ones, you got to give them different color hair: pink, purple, green, lime. Um, this is another variation of green. That's why. Yeah, but in the series, you notice that like all the regular people have kind of normal hair. Yeah, right? kind Alleluia is green, but as we find out, he, he's a super soldier. True. Someone, someone pairs as white, but she's a super soldier. Well, what about felt? Uh, maybe she dyes her hair. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe, no, no, there we go. Here's my, here's my crazy Pepe Silva here. She's a, she's a innovate. She's an innovate? (laughs) She is. She's a vegetarian candidate innovate. That's funny. Yeah. So we'll just, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that pans out later, (laughs) later in the series, that theory. 
Yes, and we're still continuing doing this because they're talking about their plan to operation to fight uh, the A laws and there's, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of repeating of info we already know. Yes, but there's no there has been no flashback. Yeah, it's good. We're getting there. Um, see, this is the kind of thing I like. If you're gonna get the point where you have to save money for your show, you should fill it with character-driven dialogue instead of flashbacks and clips. <laughs> So like yeah, there's this there's this thing with Alder you failed right now. Yeah, like everyone says, you know, uh, the Simpsons said it the best. Everyone loves clip shows. <laughs> and you know, Patrick Colasar, he's such a doofus. Because he wanted to protect, so the, he wanted to protect the Colonel. Yeah, he's just <laughs> the character is great. <laughs> I love this character. He's just such a doofus. I survived oh, some battles with Gundams. You know, comrade gave me a nickname to call me Kalasar the Indestructible. Heavy. Out here flexing. And he, and he, and he, does, and he only realizes that they're making fun of him. <laughs> he's also, yeah, he's. I think he's the only pure comic relief character in the series, which is kind of something the, the show, yeah. the series needs. Right. You know, bring, bring some levity. And let me remind you, not every Gundam series does that very well. Right, like the original Gundam, I just hated those stupid kids. <laughs> I just got so sick of seeing those stupid kids all the time. You did you? Yeah, well, I was just, well, I was how just dare like, every episode, it? I was wishing, like, are they just, can they just get sucked down in space or something? How dare you treat, you know, dwarf orphans like that? They, they. Well, I am blind orphans. I had the same feeling about some of, the, some of those little kids, too. <laughs> the, like, ultra cute ones. <laughs> I wish they're like, can you just get blown out nope. of space? Because uh, you can't, because you know they're fighters as well. Every everyone fights. They're all part of uh, Tekadon. Here we go. There's a plan. They're gonna infiltrate uh, some kind of special meeting conference thing, and uh, Terry is gonna go. But it's like, oh, they all know. Everyone knows who they are. How are they gonna sneak in? Well, don't you know, Terry? <laughs> but Tsuragi has a special plan for Terry that just set all the. So much crazy fan art of this moment. So much, so many crazy shippers. Right. So many, so many confused boners. <laughs> They'd be like, whoa. And uh, who knows? I'm gonna admit, though, I think uh, Marie Marie is a much boring character compared to Soma Paris. <laughs> I mean, because uh, Soma Paris has more angst, while Marie is like, yo. I'm, you know, I'm just trying to live my best life. I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean also, anything. They don't give the, they don't give either either personality a ton of personality, to be honest. Yeah. The character is mean, not particularly deep. Uh, I'm trying to figure out though, because like I could have sworn they at some point they switch back, right? Yes, they do later later after a certain incident. Yeah, look at that, Wang Lu Mei. Wang Lu Mei, yeah. Now she she she's not a teenager anymore. <laughs> nope, she's twenty years old out here looking like a baddie. Out here, gang gang. <laughs> oh, there's there's a certain Gundam Meister in disguise now. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's a for anyone who can't watch it or isn't watching it, Tiara is disguised as a woman, including a dress. And <laughs> this is the question I have to wonder: Is he's got a bus? And how did they pull that off somehow? Uh, they how did had they have the show has that much cleavage. Uh, the dress. You, I gotta ask drag queens. I don't know. 
but like they're so covered up, you can't see anything. At least as, as I, I think so, right? Uh, no, I don't, so know, like, I don't know any drag queens personally. So. Uh, from the commercials that I've seen on television, like they, they sometimes they be showing off. And of course, oh. that's like uh, that's a that's a development joke because Tyria was originally supposed to be a female character. Mm. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of other important things going on right now in the plot, but I'm trying to figure out how the celestial being made that look work. For uh, future technology, nano machines. Uh, I mean, uh, you joke, but I think I think Regina Regina literally said nano machines to Tierra earlier. <laughs> also, I want to apologize. Uh, my landlord's dog is barking very loud again. It's all good. If you want to, if you don't want to hear this, donate me money. Donate money to me so I can move, get my own place. I can, we, can, we can have a perfect recording studio. Yes, we would put eggshells on the wall so it becomes soundproof. I mean, not eggshells, uh, egg cartons. I also like the fact that Tierra puts on like a really girly voice. <laughs> <laughs> I have to, I, I, I should probably double check whether they. It's the same. It's probably the same voice actor. But I'm gonna double check. Also, the thing that cracks me up is that Ribbons is, like, dressed like someone from the 1700s. Yeah, I was out here with the ribbon. Boo. <laughs> Boo. The thing that I want to say that Ribbons reminds me of, he's dressed like all the people in Gundam Wing. Because <laughs> mm. they're all dressed like they're from 18th century Regency Europe. Especially those from the, the what are they called? The Sack Kingdoms and the, the, yeah. the old guys who uh, are part of Oz. Yeah, yeah, that's what—that's the ones I mentioned. They're all dressed like they're from. If those in the future, they're all dressed like they're from Victorian. You know, it was you know just like how like certain fashion styles loop back around. Like you know, it was bound to come back eventually. Oh, and look, look, Tiaria, look again, the person of color pretending to be the butler, the driver. Yeah. What's up with this? <laughs> And uh, here's a complication: is that they were not expecting to. He was not expecting to run into Luis, who actually recognizes him. Right, who's also an A-log. And I'm like, whoa, trippy. Look at that. Yep. And then I just, I, I, yeah, I would, I would have loved to see people's initial reaction to this episode, which is seeing Tierra <laughs> looking like a woman. <laughs> I'm also just cracking out that ribbon. It's taking the time to dance with him. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta get up there close and look look at my man's and the window. But yeah, there we go. There's Billy Katagiri just like I'm gonna bitch this party and go back to go back to my, my true love, the Gundams. Trying to perfect that GN drive, you know, trying to make uh doc uh, I was gonna say Dr. Bushido, Mr. Bushido, the baddest man on I'm gonna planet. send you a I'm gonna send you a meme I found about Billy Katagiri later. <laughs> Remind me at the end of the of the episode. I can't mention it because I would uh probably push it to explicit <laughs> maybe <laughs> but I'll, I'll show you to me later this, this is the episode where it's like the, it's like those epi- it's like every show every movie always has this it's like the episode where they have to just explain everything i don't know if there's a word for that type of a specific term for that type of scene or whatnot but they it's a key to just understanding Ex- all the bad guys plans uh exposition dump i mean more, more better than that i i think of uh i'm reminded of uh you ever see a uh, live free and die hard yes yeah so like kevin smith who's in the movie talks about like one of the big issues they had with that scene his scene is that that's the scene where they just 
any writing issue, they just push it off to that scene because he's the character that has to explain the bad guy's plans. And they just kind of kept doing it and kept doing it until literally the day he had to shoot his scene. So he had to mm-hmm. rewrite that scene basically himself. It's really funny hearing it. You can find it on YouTube him talking about just what a mess it was, this writing that movie and that. They just kind of dumped it at all. Which is... Oh, that's crazy. I would had no idea. Yeah, True Detective, the first season had a similar thing where they just, the second and last episode, it's just like clearly the plot finally catches up and you have to explain stuff. <laughs> this is this is this episode is kind of like that. Oh, there we go. There's a there's a Louise Day trigger right now. <laughs> oh oh, here comes Billy. He, oh yeah, this is this is actually good. There's like interesting tension. So, so it's not just ex, that's just pure acquisition. Yeah, because then he's gonna recognize, hey, you're that arrow kid from before. This is this is really distracting to see Tiaria being all defiant and heroic. And he's just like <laughs> he looks like he so much like a woman right now. Well, like that, so, so. I mean, I mean, it's working. And, and you know, and then on top of that, like, like Rivens is still dressed like a guy from. So he looks like, you know, someone who's at the World Declaration of Independence right now. You, he was probably there. See, even Terry even has a garter on, on his leg. <laughs> it's a little absurd. No offense to anyone, you know, drag queens or do what you got to do, right? I'm not. Wait, who has a garter? Nobody's wearing a garter. What are you talking about? He's wearing pant. He's wearing pantaloons. No, uh, Tiaria. Oh, Tiaria. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what oh, yeah. I found. Just like he really, he really committed to his, his disguise. Yes, yeah, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta hold the gun somewhere. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Billy, Billy figures it out because he recognizes Setsuna. Yeah. Uh, yep. Every as as everything's just hitting the fan. All their plans are kind of well. I guess the plans not ruined because they found out what they needed to find out, right? All right. I'm still trying to figure out what's uh, Ume's uh, involvement. In all like, is she still like? It's it's to be honest, I don't think you're wrong because her role is so nebulous <laughs> and, and confusing. Imagine like season two, you find out she was the bad guy, like, or she was going to be the next. She was she was I the know, one. Pl- that's, she was the that's one pulling the end of the tree. The plot of us not handled very well. But yeah, yeah, basically we learned that like Ribbons was behind everything. And then <laughs> everything he was behind it all. Uh, he was he was the blowfell to this to the to the spec he was the specter <laughs> blowfell author of all her pain. It's not an exciting episode, but it's an episode you just kinda need to get to. It's it's, it's you know, it's alright, not bad. Yeah. Um, given given that it's kind of a thankless role, you know. That it's it's one of those like table setting slash you know we just gotta explain there the big reveals next episode if it's one I think it is uh, the next episode is one I really enjoy. Okay, let's see. Is there a ending scene at the end of this? Yeah, I, th- I think they all do. Oh, every episode has an ending. Every scene? episode this season, yeah. Jeez. Well, yeah. like remember, it's not really an ending episode when you just move the credits up earlier in the time. That's true. Kind of wish, uh, like, clearly someone was watching Marvel movies and they were like, yo, what if we did this every episode? There is on the same page as Tetsuna. Yeah. We're going to eliminate the distortion. And everyone's favorite character is here. Look who pulled up. An improved Thones model. It's him again. Alial Sanchez. Here, here to take names and kick ass. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I think it's, it's, it's model looks a little silly to me. <laughs> I don't, know, the, I don't know if that's if me saying that sacrosanct. If, that I just like 
was that like a hot take that there was gonna bring me over about his throne model? I mean, it's new and approved, right? So that means it's a chunky boy. But it's got it's got this like really big pointy thing behind it. Um, yeah, because yeah, uh, that's the isn't that the uh, cannon? I don't know. We'll find out. But let me send you the watch party link because I've I've learned now. I've learned now. Yeah. Not to just play it right away. You know, once bitten, trice was it trice shy? I guess. I prefer to think of it as that like us. The PG thirteen version. Screw me once. Shame <laughs> on you. Screw me twice. Shame on me. <laughs> There's a yeah. There's a more explicit version that I don't want to say because that won't require too much editing. Yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me, you can't get fooled again. You know. <laughs> yeah. Taken taken directly from former President Bush. Exactly. Very appropriate for this era of Gundam. So awesome. uh, I just sent you the link for the second episode's watch party. Yep, just got it. This is season two, episode nine, the indelible past. And we'll figure out why it's called that. It's got a nice thematic meaning. Um, I'm going to be honest, their naming conventions are pretty similar to how I name the the Webtoons comics I have to edit. <laughs> it's just, I don't know if that's like a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest. Mm. Uh, could be a mixture of both. Probably a little bit of column A, a little bit. But yeah, return of our countdown. Three, two, one. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Pause. Watching an ad. Because Ice Age is on Disney Plus, just so you know, Disney cut the check. Oh no, but they it, they they lost the rights to that uh, one of their one of those characters. What character? The little what's the little squirrel guy? Oh, uh, uh, no. Uh, the one that doesn't talk. The I don't one know. That's just like always. He was like like a neurotic over the nut, right? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they lost the trademark to that character. So. Oh, wow, that's real <laughs> random. We're not, they're not gonna we're not gonna see any more of that. Huh. Oh, of course he says the line. Of course yeah, he says the line. You gotta let my fangs, my fangs fly, you know? You can let you let your fangs fly, your nuts hang. Also, I just realized the last episode, we there were no no Gundams action whatsoever. Like, no, there was barely any Gundams in the previous well, episode. It was, it was a lot of talking and cross-dressing and cosplaying. Yeah. Also, the sword, uh, uh, such as, is really big. Really big sword. Huge sword. Mm, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's also really funny that like he's talking about his half his body is marked to Chris and yeah he's totally fine. <laughs> he looks fine as well. <laughs> uh, I guess half of his body is also cybernetic because I mean he got hit well he got hit with pure GN particles so I guess he was able to regenerate. See he's fine but Mr. Bushido, <laughs> whoever he could be, it's like totally scarred. Yeah, but like Mr. Bushido chooses to, you know, hold that scar to remember his his faithful fight with the with the Gundam. Yeah, I know it's uh, con, poetic. Con, I can't BS because I think they just didn't want to have to redesign the model <laughs> to save money. <laughs> uh, oh, so that that should bring that up about like animation because we were talking about this season they they do a lot of things to make it easier to animate. Yeah. So. This is good. I'm going to tie it back. Apparently, so like in Young Justice, the season, one of the big complaints they got that there's a lot of like cheap anima- cheap animation tricks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's a lot of like no talking. They they use telepathy. There's a lot of like static montages. <laughs> People <laughs> were like giving Greg Weiss a bunch of flack online. He yeah. says it's not, a, it's not a money thing because we still have to pay the animators. It's a, what right. it is, it's a, it's a, it's a time thing. Mm. That, that It gives them it saves them time to like 
animated the things that would be more more important to be animated. Right. Like, you know, fight scenes that aren't like clip shows. Yeah. So I'm kinda curious. You think that like changing changing the design to make it easier to animate, was that more of a time thing than a budget thing or probably both? Probably a mixture of both, but it'd be more of a time thing rather than a budget thing because it's gonna cost the same amount to see animated, just depending on how fast it gets produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's that's the simple what it comes down to. Because I mean, again, like you have all these character model sheets that they have to stay on model with to make sure it's consistent all throughout. That's why a lot of the uh, animations that they teach in school now they're they're teaching 3D, so it's like you just make that one model and then you can carry it out throughout like a, a, a show or a movie. When you say 3D, do you mean like CG computer? Yes, yeah, computer. Oh, there we go. Sarah V with his with his multiple arms getting the yeah. drop on on Sanchez. Oh, he entered the battlefield despite being blind in his right eye. What? Yeah, he he he's just watching like it's, it's not my fault. It's his fault. <laughs> He's really being the Eric Andre me right now. You know? Yes, he is. <laughs> she lock on, and it's like, hey, it's his fault. And look, he has sore feet. Yeah, it, it looks. I don't know. What do you What do you think about the this design here? Uh, I mean, it's it's pretty silly. Um, honestly, if if I was the animator, I would hate drawing this. Just just because of how it looks, or just just because of, of how it looks, yeah, it's just because of how it looks. It's thin. It's a lot of wiry parts, um, big in some areas, small in others. Just man, like the consistency that would be happening here is just crazy. Having said that, is that this this fight is pretty well animated, actually. Oh yeah, it is definitely definitely is, but it's also like two and a half minutes long, so. Yeah, there's, there's, but yeah, I didn't see, I didn't notice any of like the usual cheats they do. Yeah, no. And there we go, the big, this is the big thing, the big, if, the big reveal that Lyle learns who it was that killed his brother. Yes, and it was this guy, everyone's favorite bad guy, Ali Al Sanchez. Okay, well, this will be a continuing thread for the rest of the season. <laughs> Ali Al Sanchez and Lyle. Yeah, so now they've become rivals. Which is, well, we'll talk more when, when he shows up. <laughs> My thoughts on that when Ali Sanchez being Lyle's rival of all people. <laughs> I mean, like it, it has motive, like kill his brother. <laughs> that's Ribbons. That's the thing that pisses Ribbons off is not any of, of, of these fights or or artist infiltration is that the party got ruined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who this other figure is that's next to Ribbons though. It it's, looks uh... like him. It looks awful lot like him. It does. This is uh, it's like his little brother. That's um, if you know, you have Rimmins Allmark. His name is uh, Shoelace um, Hallmark. I'm sure we can look it up. How ridiculous those names are. But yeah, this is this is for me like a very Star Warsy moment, right? Empire Strikes Back. Like, you know, they could they could just go around. They could just go along trying to destroy Luke Skywalker. But he goes like, no, we could be turned. Turned. Be a power massive. <laughs> and that's like the explanation to justify. Why Regina just explained all their plans to them? Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest, I'm kind of ribbon side here. That's like, you know, in hindsight, that's probably was not a good idea. You have to just explain all their plans as a celestial being. 
you know what? It makes the game a lot more interesting. I guess. I can't. I can't lazy writing. It's just there's <laughs> a final way to get the audience to know what's going on. You know, As opposed you, to, like, I don't know, the characters investigating and finding out th- through proactive action. I mean, but how are, they, how are they supposed to do detective work when they don't know where to detect? I don't know. That's that's, that's a problem for the writers. <laughs> and they see, so when you write yourself into a hole, you have to figure out how to dig yourself out. So dig they up, dig, stupid. <laughs> dig up. Yes, that's what you have, you have to dig up. Yeah, there we go. There's there's Officer Andre. I think I think I think he's uh I think he's trying to holler at holler at Louise here. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad you like he's trying to holler at Louise, huh? Uh, he looks he, he's look, he's like looking up her backstory right here. Right, like you know, this is the equivalent of like you know Facebook stalking someone, your crush. Oh, good lord! He's, like, going through all their social media, seeing what they're like. And so revenge warriors to the battlefield at such a young age. <laughs> a young girl better see they're wearing pretty dresses. This is uh Andre you need to get more woke. <laughs> and to be honest, she really isn't that good of a pilot, right, from what we've seen. Yeah, I mean, well, she continues to have like mental breakdowns, so there's that. Or just, you know, random random fits. Okay, so yeah, this is this is the time honored classic. In every Gundam series, where um, they they always make a big battle sequence about entering Earth or leaving Earth. Oh, leaving Earth, yeah. Yeah, which in this case they're trying to leave Earth. This is something I really love. Are there Gundam series that doesn't do that? Uh, Original one does. Iron Blooded does. Gundam Wing does does it. In the in the first episode, uh, Zeta does it. Um, but also later, also when they're trying to leave, they like blow up, they like self destruct after Gundams or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, um, I'm pretty. Yeah, I think all the series that I've seen, they they always make a big deal out of like uh, entering the atmosphere or heading back into space. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool. It's a nice, cool set piece. Plus, it adds to the realism of like a big old force. How yeah. how difficult it actually is to just enter and leave Earth's atmosphere. Right, because it's always it's always funny. Like, oh my God, he's he needs to get back into this into the into the base. His gun, his mobile suit's gonna burn up. But oh, unicorn, there. yeah, unicorn's the right big Un- one. Yeah, unicorn's another one. Because even thinking about the the first Gundam, uh, where they were entering Earth's atmosphere, and the Gundam itself had a um, enter the atmosphere mode, where it used its shield as blocking to to uh, cover to what was it to block the heat. And then a cooling system to keep it cool, uh, while Azaku too was burned up in the atmosphere. This is the thing that no company ever likes. It's the special contractor coming in giving their advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who are you? You know. Like, right. Like you're not even. You're not even. We're not even on the same pay grade. What are you doing? Yeah, you know, you're just a you're just a gun for hire. You're a freelancer. Why are you telling us around what to do? Uh, and we say that for people following along, it's whatever her name is. This innovate is just like <laughs> changing up this a loss plan. That that kind of sucks. Oh, look at this! A one man army. Let's go. Yeah, like Mr. Bushido. There you go. Unlike unlike Mr. Bushido, she's not just gonna like peace out, do whatever she wants. Because <laughs> you know, they're the real puppets behind everything are these uh, these ribbons and his innovates. It's like yeah. Motley Crue, super colored, brightly colored hair. 
and if, like when I think of them, I just think of like going to like an anime convention. It's like it's like an anime convention. <laughs> and then Tieria is uh, telling him the story, and then Lyle laughs. Is like, haha, you know. Yeah, this is the big difference between like Neil and Lyle right here, because like Lyle is not. <laughs> he doesn't see the point of holding grudges, even with Tieria. Not Tieria. Sensing that explaining, you know. He was part of a terrorist crew that killed his family. Yes. Oh my god, there's more flashbacks. Because you have <laughs> to remember. Not. You have to remember. There was one earlier, too. Yes, there was. He's like, he's a part of a celestial being! No, I would argue this this, this flash, this flashback, I think, might actually be new footage right now. This one. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, we've never seen this before. Yeah, young, young Neil and Lyle. But yeah, I think it's right here because so far we have not spent a lot of time with uh, with Lyle. Yeah. And this is like the big, the big defined characteristic of him, which would be a bigger line, is that he's not as uh, vengeful or or stuck to the past as as uh, Neil is. My thing is, how did this kid leave the Middle East to end up in uh, the UK to blow up this mall? That is my, that's my well, thing. I mean, they have, they have that, that that's a, that's an issue right now, isn't it? With, like, the EU, they always get it's all those ISIS bombings in the past decade. Is that, oh, that's what it, I, I, well, I didn't really think about that. Because, you know, there's, like, it's easier to get to Europe from the Middle East and to America. Right, but, uh, true, but, I mean, this is the UK, right? This is an island, but I guess, you know, there's a canal for them. But, again, Well, I'll be honest, for all we know, in the future, break it stuck. So... <laughs> So, like, <laughs> so he had to pay a, an exorbitant toll to get through to the UK? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure that people planning this area didn't see Brexit coming. <laughs> there we go. Mr. Who knows who this person is that knows Billy? So familiar with Billy. <laughs> and he uh, got green eyes, blonde hair. Is this, exact, is this the exact same voice? It's not quite the same. It? No, it is. It is. But that's the it beauty. Sounds of, slightly, it sounds slightly deeper. Maybe it's a different way he's talking. It's a different way he's talking. That's the beauty of voice actors. They know how to, you know, do certain inflections within their voice. Yep. Whoever Mr. Pushido is, will <laughs> never figure it out. Yeah, oh, he lives for destruction. Ooh. Yeah, Billy. Billy just wants to, because he wants to wipe out Celestial Being, and we'll find out later. It's just because he, he, yeah. he's hating on a. Cujo, <laughs> and like you broke up with me, so I'm gonna destroy your entire paramilitary organization. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, he's uh, I don't know. There's a lot of words I could say for Billy, but I probably shouldn't say. This will be explicit. Yeah, it's gonna remember we're PG-13. We're only allowed, uh, I think, what one F-word per episode. You know what that gundam is? That like blue one with the big shoulders and spikes on it. Oh, the green one? Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Oh, sorry, it's green. You're right. Yeah, there you go. You should go look it up for your for your for your segment at the end. Well, yeah, I should do that right now. I mean, I already had one actually. See, I was actually prepared this time around. Well, okay. I guess I well, can we, do can, that we too. can save it for later. Then. No, I'm gonna do it now because now the focus is on that mobile suit. Oh, okay, yeah, this is this is something that becomes a major cliche in television from this era moving forward. It's just like characters they learn something and they just don't share it with the others. I mean, none of their damn business. Luckily, 
he does share it either in this episode or shortly after. But this was Game of Thrones. He would have held on to this for like six seasons. <laughs> for six seasons, and then they would never, it would never be brought up again. Except at the worst, stupid, the stupidest time possible. <laughs> here we go. Now we're getting cool. This is this is this is a military operation that I thought was actually cool, which we didn't say earlier. Is that they're trying to leave, but then the the A laws are surrounding them with all their uh, trillo bites and whatnot. Right. When did I see? And I'm thinking, like, I'm like, my memory's low key starting to come back a bit. And I was like, yo, when does uh, Marie slash Soma get the uh, GN Archer? It's pretty late into the season, I think. Is it? Yeah. Well, let's see. We're episode nine, so we're not even halfway yet. We're almost halfway. We're like a third of the way of the season. Uh, no, because within three episodes, we would be halfway. Sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> we're 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 thirty we're thirty points something, all right. Uh, there you go. That sounds okay. more right. We're forty percent. That make you happy? That makes me happy. <laughs> Gotta ride the explosion. Let's go. Yeah. Use that yeah, impact, see, this, baby. This, this is legitimately cool. This is this is why we have all those flashbacks to save the money for this sequence. Yeah. Yes. Still oh, not amazing. forgivable. All right. Still <laughs> not forgivable in my book. You see, like it's so crazy. Even the ship goes into Trans Am. <laughs> Also, the fact that the Ptolemy is CG, so come on, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> the GN fields are CG, so you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. pass through all of those mobile suits. Yeah, out here, yeah, here looking stupid. <laughs> Ooh, maybe like hold that. Uh, uh, uh. But see, you know, Patrick escapes, lives to fight another day. That's all that matters. Yes. Louise, I could I could take her leave at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Louise needs redemption. Uh, like I said, if cause I this is fresh on my mind because I was editing the episode. Like I wish that storyline was about Lichi and Christina Ooh, instead. Look at this, oh GN railgun. Okay, that's a there. That's what it's called. That's a, yeah. Blew them off course. See, but yeah, there's, there's the fake out, the paint switch. She wasn't trying to destroy them. She was just trying to uh, alter the trajectory. Yeah. And why? Why is that so important? Because it's now... It's going to push them into a trap. Exactly. This is what I like. It it's, uh, reminds me of watching Apollo 13, of how incredibly finicky and difficult it is to, like... Because, you know, you got pl- you got plot all sorts of, like, vectors and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Leaving the atmosphere. I say that I say this as if knowing anything about orbital physics or <laughs> or space <laughs> physics. I feel like I'm the Norman Osborn meme right now. I'm something. I'm some, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Oh, I'm thinking like, you can't do this to me. I love this company. <laughs> that's that's the one that immediately comes to mind. Either that one or the one where he's like smiling in the mirror. Yep. Oh, there we go. Big. There's, but there's, there's a secret plan, the backup plan, like slash too big as had, because yeah. it's like, oh, they, she, Suragi saw this coming, and now there's, there's sets to that coming and kicking ass. See, there you go. He's got, he's got the, the catchphrase as well. What made the targets? Yeah. <laughs> Sucks for this guy. <laughs> and you know, and you know, like when you see that white flag go across their face, they're done for the good. I like how we, we got to know that random, uh, random a law guy for just five seconds before he blew up yeah that commander guy like i mean yeah, he get, he gets, i think he gets like literally one or two lines they, they needed a face yeah, don't you isn't it kind of awkward when you like beat someone out and they send you a text afterwards yeah that's, it's, that's it's either it's either gg or they call you the n-word 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back, back to the uh, old school Xbox 360 days. Oh, yeah, because uh, these days now there's voice chat, so you can just tell them exactly what you think. Yes. There you go. That's It's, uh, it's Katie Madigan saying, yeah, good game. You know, that was, uh, that was great. And then it's uh, Steve Rocket realizing that it was uh, Katie Madigan in charge of this operation to keep them in. All right, because, like, you know, they keep every time she tries to give, get out, they keep pulling her back in. See, that the testable pass. From her indelible past, title drop. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of adjectives. Not not the most awkward title drop, but not not the cleanest. No. Indelible. I'm looking at indelible uh, of pink mark. Okay, of ink or pen marks that cannot be removed. Interesting. That makes sense. That's the one thing I will admit that watching so much anime improved improved my vocabulary. <laughs> Because they use all these really big words that you never hear. The word. They're like melodramatic, sometimes pretentious tones. I mean, I mean, you gotta just sit there and use context clues, I guess. Yep. Oxford English Dictionary. Sorry, Merriam-Webster. That's the standard for editing. So. Yes, should get Oxford. It's all about Merriam-Webster. No, yeah, Oxford. That's for that's for British English. That's why. Yes, they spell color with a U. Yeah. <laughs> Color with you. They call a trick. They call they call a truck a lift. No, they call a truck a lorry. They, trunk, they call and they call it the trunk of a car a boot. They call cookies biscuits. They call they call fries chips. It's, it's, yeah. It's bizarre world. And fries and fries crisps and, and chips crisps and, and chips crisps. Like what? <laughs> yeah, crazy British people. Uh, shout out to all my British people. I got family over there in England. You know, shout out, shout out to Peckham. You should tell Peckham to listen so we can boost our listener count. <laughs> <laughs> I should share with you the stats. We have enough. We have, we have, we have stats now. Oh, we do. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yes. Well, I'll wait till we're done recording. I can tell you. I'll tell you the, the real picture behind that. That clearly means that they're sad stats, ladies and gentlemen, and gentle thumbs. But yeah, Colonel, he's, he's mourning the Colonel that got killed in five, for those on screen for five seconds. <laughs> he has no choice for the request their aid. These, uh, these innovators here. All right, these beings that transcend humanity. It's like, oh, how dare they transcend humanity? Meanwhile, they're teasing. They keep teasing this. It's starting to get annoying. Like, like Celestial oh. being discovering new, <laughs> new, new, you know, plot devices to get later on. Yeah, look at that, the double O riser. So then it it attaches to the uh the double O and becomes a Gundam double O riser. Yeah, it becomes another accessory you have to buy. Uh no, you could buy the model, whole model kit of the uh double O riser. Oh, so wait. It's a sem- it's its own thing, it's not an accessory you put on to the original? No. Isn't that isn't that that's worse, isn't it? That <laughs> you have to spend even more money. Uh, yes, because it's a much bigger kit. Yeah, those two episodes, not bad. Not bad. Much better than the previous ones. It's it's recorded. We all know how, how I feel about the last the previous episodes. This oh, is actually yes. a big, it's a big step up. Of course, of course. Uh, yes, because now we got we had like out of I think out of all the episodes we only had like three three flashbacks, and one of the flashbacks was a scene we never seen before. Yeah, we're gonna get. 
Yeah, but at that point, it's not. That's like that's like a legitimate flashback, but it's actually new info, not just yeah. repeating the same freaking info to save time and money. Let's see if it keeps it up. Um, on that note, I'm Eric Wong, and I am uh, Phil Fleming. And uh, this week's mobile suit of the week was going to be a different mobile suit because I was like, I realized I'm like, yo, we're watching a the series why not you you know do a mobile suit from the series so i was like wait i don't even think i even talked about this one but eric was like yo what's this green one so all right you know let's talk about this green one aka the g <laughs> the gnz 003 the gadessa all right um and we saw its first pilot the revive revival um and it's gonna be filed by somebody else <laughs> yes that is the end of its name is revive revival um <laughs> It is a more advanced, uh, it's more advanced to the GNX, uh, ahead. I said GNX, pause. The Jinx ahead, um, which actually is a part of the GNZ series of mobile suits, which are all piloted by the Innovids, um, which we're going to see throughout this season two. Um, the operating system is controlled by, uh, Veda, as we all know, it's that giant ball that, um, Tieria used to make out with, um, in his off time. Uh, and the GNZ series started off with the prototype, the GRM Gundam, which is the basis for the Gadessa. All right. Uh, let's see. So the weapon technology is based off of the, uh, Virtue, right? Because the cannon that was used was the GN Bazooka Cannon to knock off the Ptolemy, um, off course into that trap that was set up by the, uh, ALAWS. Uh, its armaments is the Mega Launcher, which I've mentioned before. It's Beam Saber, of course, GN Vulcans that are on his forehead that I feel like are never used in these series. And a GN Cutter, which is able to cut through uh, a GN field. Uh, and also, another special feature that it has is a Core Fighter. Eric, do you, do you know what a Core Fighter is? Yeah, it's the thing in the first Gundam, which was clearly used to help to sell the Core Fighter toy. <laughs> Yes, the core fighter is where the pilot sits. So just in case the the mobile suit is beyond repair and the and the and the pilot needs to eject, the, the mobile suit would detach itself from each other and then will release a giant. Uh, a, I was gonna say it's giant or tiny, whatever. It releases a fighter jet that can fly away, right? Rather than launching a, you know, like a fighter pilot who would hit the escape and then their their top blows off and they get ejected. Can't really do that in space. So you need to be able to get away somehow. So that's where that core fighter system comes in. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Can, does this model kick? Can you take the core fighter out? Or is that uh, something you have to buy separately? <laughs> usually it'll come with the core fighter, but it only has a uh, high-grade model. So I don't think you get, actually have that separation between the core fighter like you would with an um, real-grade or oh, a... Oh, there we go. That's the... Deal breaker for me. Can't never gonna buy his gunpla now. Oh, like you were ever gonna buy that gunpla? Stick to your entry grade. Also, I don't like. The, I think the color is stupid. Line, you don't, this line you don't, green. You don't like the line green? No. <laughs> line green is not a color that really looks good on a lot of things, in my opinion. Oh really? I mean, it has hints of uh, what is that? Spearmint. Yeah, that's why. That's why I don't like it. It's like gum. <laughs>